Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pixelist. I'm Will, and this intro is brought to you by Technical Difficulties. So Blake and I were recording our podcast discussing The Last of Us Episode 3, but we had some technical issues, and so the first roughly 10 minutes of that were corrupted. Um, you didn't miss much, though. All you missed was our normal intro and back and forth talking to each other before really diving into the episode. What you did miss, however, was us initially sharing our thoughts on the episode, and spoiler alert, we both loved it. Um, we both really loved just the the quote-unquote risk they took going this direction with the story as it is different from the game, and we just really loved it. We loved this love story told at the backdrop of this zombie apocalypse. Um, other than that, where the conversation is going to pick up as soon as I switch over is us talking about how the show um, how the show shows and not tells, uh, specifically the details around Frank and his sickness. I think we were talking about the sippy cup he was using at dinner. So I'm going to switch over to that now. Apologies for the technical difficulties, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the discussion. Thanks. Status, I guess his health status was really... Um... I don't know. I could just tell that like people with a lot of empathy and thought were like, okay, this is what, this is what it would be like. This is what it would feel like. Um, and they really captured that well. A hundred percent agreed. And that was a great example of show, not tell that, uh, the like sippy cup. I had the same thought. Um, yeah. And there's the show's just been great at that thus far. I, uh, I'm curious, this is kind of, I'm kind of not really related to what we were just saying, but the, the letter that, um, he left for Joel at the end. I haven't actually like, you know, CSI zoomed enhanced on it myself, but I saw that somebody had pointed out that like it made some comment about the wine. Had you seen anything about this? Yeah. About the pairing comment. Yeah. So did you, I got, I saw, I saw that, but then I didn't like actually dive into it. So I was curious if you had, I didn't, I didn't see like a deep dive theory on it. I just saw like, um, cause he was saying like, I think he was saying there's something for you that I left you and it was like, it'll pair well. I, I thought it was just like, um, is it called a sommelier? Like the yeah, person yeah. who like knows wine. I, yeah. I thought maybe it was just like a clue on his backstory that like a deep history of wine or, okay. um, but I haven't seen a theory about it. If that's what you're referring to. Well, so I probably shouldn't have even brought this up because I myself didn't like do the, <laughs> the legwork mm. to, to make the, the question I was going to make, but I had just seen it right before we started here, so I didn't get the chance to. But I was curious if it was like a, um, I mean, I guess they finished the bottle of wine, but I was curious if it was like a, hey, if you want to finish the wine type of thing. But I'm, I guess that isn't what it was. Uh, I don't think so. Because okay. he's also telling him in the letter, he's basically saying, take care of Tess. That's, which oh was, yeah, that's true. Which um, was such a gut punch because it was like, I leave you all my stuff, you know, it'll... And I think also he like Bill says something like, you know, we, we look after our own and basically, you know, he, Bill was referring to Frank, but was also saying to, um, uh, uh, Pedro Pascal, Hey, or Joel, Hey, I know you'll look after Tess. And so like the, the, that was a really painful part mm -hmm. for me. Cause it was like, you know, I could just envision Joel just being like, Oh yeah, about that. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's such an interesting 
it's such an interesting line because even though he's failed in that, he now has Ellie right in front of him, which Bill obviously never right. knew about. But um, and maybe it's the reason why Joel is in this kind of dead end is like, okay, like we're we're gonna do this together, but here's my ground rules, as opposed mm-hmm. to just being like, well, that's another dead end. So yeah, you know, we're done. Yeah. I loved I loved that whole like uh not transformation I guess but that whole like uh exploration of that of that dynamic because the, that he and Tess had but now Tess is gone obviously and I guess it's not that Joel kind of went through the same emotional journey that we did watching the episode because he wasn't present but obviously he had a relationship with them and knew them and now he's found out that they've passed I think that still kind of affected him in the same way right and he's like you know what can you hear that, by the way? No. Okay. Uh-huh. Loud noise in the background. Um, <laughs> I just, I love, and I, I know I'm doing a classic Will like ramble here, but I just loved the the dichotomy that we got between how, like, the type of people Joel and and Bill were, and now, of course, the comparison between Tess and Frank, but now obviously Frank and Ellie. It's like we were put here, like, let's do our job. Like, we're the type right. of people that were put here to protect these type of people. Um, I just loved that whole, like, that you know, moment. it's interesting. We'd also never really get to explore it in the game of, um, he doesn't really have uh, much of a guilt complex, I guess, in the sense of like, like if we just count up the bodies, he, he was not able to protect Sarah. He now has not been able to protect Tess. Um, I, I do think there's kind of like, and maybe this was present in the game and I just, you know, didn't even notice it, but I do think there's like a little bit of like an unspoken like um like I want to make up for where what I've you know missed like what I've done not not even just done wrong but like here's like third time's a charm like here's my yeah. chance to like actually show I can do this and I think that's going to come up later towards the end of the story that I won't refer to but mm-hmm. uh, or I won't talk about but um he's losing a lot of people in his corner like Tess it was I like the little garden party cuz we got an idea yes. of how long they've been together, which was great. I like that as well. Um, but, you know, Tess and now Bill and Frank are both gone. Like, I feel like his corner of people is getting very tiny. So Yeah. And his corner of people that he, like, wouldn't even let in to begin with, right? Like, these are the people in his life that even were just barely there because he's so closed off and he's still losing right. them. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that they are kind of with that that guilt if you will and showing the sides of Joel that like aren't the greatest but I mean that's kind of what you you have to be in this world in a way um yeah and again I'm not going to actually like say anything but I know you know I think that is good setup for some stuff that'll happen in the future um and speaking of that garden party I didn't I'm not going to take credit for this because I didn't notice it but Speaking to that dichotomy that I was just talking about, I just envision you being like, "Did you know that he was holding a gun while they were talking?" <laughs> I, I just envision you giving like the most obvious, like, "Did, did you see that Lord of the Rings moment?" <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, sorry. <laughs> I love that too, though. Just that, like, we put the gun away. Uh, yeah. But apparently, in that scene, uh, Joel and Bill's wine glass are empty, and Tess and Frank's are full. Kind of like showing their like optimism versus pessimism type of. You know, glass oh, half, glass man. half full, glass half empty. Oh, that's um, so great! I could totally see that. That's great. Yeah. Did you come up with that? No, 
That's what I was saying. Like I, I, I saw this no, was pointed out to me, but I liked it. Yeah, and honestly, for me, that just it gives just again uh, like a deeper nod to like how intentional they're being with the show because they do uh, in the final letter pair Joel and Bill together and then position Frank and Tess together. Um, I do think like optimism versus pessimism like giving into cynicism is definitely like a theme of the show. Yeah. Um, maybe it was even of the game. Um, I've never done like a deep dive on like the meaning of the game, honestly, but it does feel like a theme of the show. Um, we see that in episode two where Tess, her and him are really battling about if they should take Ellie or not. And Joel's like, we've heard this before, you know, vaccines, miracle cures, et cetera. And Tess is like, basically by the end of the episode is like pleading, like this is real. Like we have to, we have to do this. So um, I really like that detail. Um, so yeah, one other yeah. detail, by the way, in terms of like, again, intentionality, mm-hmm. um, Joel's like three rules, like you don't, you don't tell anybody about your condition was verbatim from the game. I can see that. Yeah. I just love, again, I just, you know, he does the exact same all right, three rules, you know, number one, number two, like literally to the letter. Um, it just, you know, it's people, people who like the source material, you know, they read it, they're doing it, you know? So (laughs) yeah, they're, they're, you know, we were talking about how this episode story was kind of a a pivot from the games, but so far in all three episodes, like the details that like, I don't want to say they matter necessarily because I'm about to point some out, but They've been so true to the game in a lot of ways, even when they are taking these like narrative pivots. Um, one that we mentioned in earlier episodes was the clothes they're wearing. This episode too, the like the shirt Joel's wearing is like one of the shirts he wears in the game. And Ellie puts on the red shirt yeah. too. Like as soon as she popped up in the scene, I was like, "That's her shirt." Um, yeah, it's isn't it great though? Like you're yeah. just like, dude, these people obviously care about the source material, which you know, I just I don't know. I think it just gives the fans a sense of appreciation. Um, versus other shows that like, we always beat up. So, <laughs> yeah, 100%. And so. before we, we stray away from this, one thing I did want to mention, and you, you already brought it up a little bit, but in that flashback, we kind of got more context between Joel and Tess, which we weren't really sure. But I think, and I can't remember the years now, but based on that flashback, we know that Joel and Tess have been working together for like over a decade. Right. Um, and obviously we knew they were living together, sleeping together, presumably. And we talked about kind of the, the coldness of their, their final moments yeah. together where he just turns yeah. and runs. But, you know, back then we didn't even know it's like, well, maybe they've been working together recently, but over a decade, you know? So like, it just goes to show how like, again, like guarded and, and walled off Joel is that, you know, he had that much history with her yet still it was, it was not even goodbye. Right. Um, yeah. Nothing. I, I, you made that insight last episode and I really loved that. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, over a decade with someone and such few words spoken, like in their final moments, it's yeah. jarring. Which, again, not to, I don't want to like, I guess I don't, this isn't like a spoiler, I guess. Um, Cause I mean, obviously this is kind of where the story's going, but it just got, it's, it's setting up the, his like character arc so well. Cause it's, this is like this hardened, cold guy but you know he's going to learn to to love again if you will in this in this relationship with ellie so i'm interested to see you know where we know him to be now or to where he may end yeah. up um speaking of where we're going 
I mentioned last episode, I, I thought I knew what this episode would be. Um, and it wasn't, I didn't expect, I didn't expect to, to experience what we experienced. Um, and I, I, by the way, I called it filler and only in the sense of like not lacking substance, but just, you know, it's like, it's a pivot away from the main railroad of the journey. You I know, know what you mean. I know what you mean. It wasn't so, derogatory. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I think the next episode is going to be what I thought this episode will be. And I want, it's so stupid to even make this comment because I'm not even going to say what it is, but if you played the game, you might also know. Um, but I think it's going to be a big gut punch for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as you know, I've played the game and I have no idea. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's been so long that I don't even know what to expect next. Um, so yeah, I was going to change the subject now that no, that's <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I love, we talked about this in our group text. So, um, I feel like all my friends, their spouses aren't watching the show or they've been like looped into it or they're watching it. Like, like for example, my wife will not watch the show, but she watches all the recaps to find out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched her episode two recap yesterday and she was just like, Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, at the very end she was like, is it, is it kissing her? And I was like, yep. Um, yeah, another gross scene. But anyway, which I wanted to go back and re-upload that. Um, now that we figured out the red oval, I want to go back and re-upload it. But um, I told Will I deleted all of my project files, um, so I have I don't I don't even have it anymore. Um, which that felt really bad. But well, anyway, we still got the the OG version up, and uh, you know I I think it's fine. Yeah, but well, that, yeah, that anyway, is hilarious. I, I brought it up though about. I just thought it was funny because my my wife's doing that. We have a buddy whose uh, partner is like, "Oh, I can't watch it." And I think you mentioned your partner, same deal. Like, did want to watch it, but then a friend was starting to watch it, so now they're watching it. And yeah, so she know. didn't. I think people, she, she's not like typically into. I mean, just like you're talking about, like she's like, "Ah, it's like violent and scary." Like, I don't think that's for me. So she has hadn't been watching it. But we have another friend that's a couple, and the guy played the game in in the couple, and he loved it. So he like convinced his uh girlfriend to watch it and so then the both of them were like no you have to watch it so she's she's not caught up but she started it so we got her we got her in getting back to the episode though i i do like how they basically rewrote bill's character um i didn't really like the game character because he was so such a bummer i guess which i I just don't even remember him it's been too long but so yeah he was i played the re-released version too just an a-hole really um but, um, and it's, you know, it's not like a, it, it's a stepping stone. I, I, so I like how they fleshed the, the whole thing out, but my only criticism for this episode, um, which I don't know if it's even a real criticism. I think I've just been spoiled by the walking dead in the sense of like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, like 20 years, they were able to stay here without like anybody invading. Yeah. And I know they had like a little scene with the Raiders, but I'm like, there would have been like a governor type character who would have shown up and taken everything. And then the fact, I get, I mean, and I guess this would have been Joel, them using Joel, but like the amount of stuff they had after 20 years, I was like, how would you have all this stuff? Um, like the cancer pills, for example, I'm like, where'd you get that? Yeah. Um, but again, we do know that Joel has a history of access to pharmaceuticals in some way. So maybe it's not too far of a stretch. Yeah. I mean, you have a, you just have a point in general, but yeah, which, you know, the, Bill's like doomsday prepper, you know, 
again, that montage at the start, I just loved hitting up all the things. I would imagine that like he continued to do that, um, yeah. at least to the best of his ability. But yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, it's crazy that like, especially how good of a setup they had. I mean, they had running water, hot water, electricity, nice food. Um, you would think, and maybe it's just, you know, for the episode, we just saw like one attack, but maybe it's fair to assume that that happened, you know, more than that throughout the years. But one thing I was wondering about is like, what you never thought there was like the ask from Joel and Tess to be like, can we move into that house? Like, can we just <laughs> chill here with you guys? Like instead yeah. they lived in the quarantine zone. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that did happen at some point and it wasn't feasible for whatever reason, but yeah, I, I was don't know. expecting I mean, to see something like that. Yeah, that was definitely interesting. And I'm also surprised there would have been like, based on what we saw from Frank, like just passerbyers, like people just like we mm-hmm. saw with Frank, like people yeah. on their way to Boston who like fell in a hole. And I just envisioned Frank being like, no, no, we have to take them in and like take care of them like you did with me. And so like the fact that none of that, the fact that they seemed so outside of like what was happening it was a beautiful story but it also i was kind of like okay surely you'd be dead by now i mean i don't know but but it, i mean that's very minor minor criticism for no the episode I, as a whole. I agreed i kind of had those same thoughts um in terms of 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 lo- ra- ration i don't know logic but I don't, how much yeah. of that can you bring to a mushroom zombie show <laughs> But yeah. th- that being said, I did really like that it didn't turn into a, oh, let's invite the Robinsons to move in here. And like they built a community and then, oh, somebody turns on somebody, you know, like yeah. we got enough of that in shows like The Walking Dead. So yeah. I enjoyed that they sure. kind of stayed away from that at the same yeah. time. For sure. Well, three episodes in, it, I still give the show the highest marks. I mean, I'm I'm loving it so far. It feels like an amazing show. Um, I think if the if the quality continues, I would be shocked. I never saw House of Dragons, House of the Dragon. Yeah, me neither. I need to keep ruining that. Um, so maybe that would, but um, I think definitely like a, a show of the year contender for sure. Yeah. How many episodes is it? I think nine. Nine. Right? Also, I'm interested because I found I, I, I found like the runtime for each episode, but I noticed it's been wrong for two out of three episodes. It was right oh, for really? the second episode. It was wrong for the first and the third episode. I know for the pilot that they wrote the episode and then HBO came back and said, hey, let's flesh this out more. Like, let's add 30 minutes runtime. So I wonder if that's continuing to happen or if just this source is wrong. Um, but um, but yeah, I think nine, nine episodes and I think this next one's supposed to be the shortest episode yet, assuming the runtime's correct. Mm-hmm. I think it's around 47 minutes. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I know a lot of the times, like, I don't know what source you use, so I'm definitely not, who knows for the one you have. But I know in the past, I've seen stuff like that that just, like, is using outdated information. Because, like, the runtimes come out before the show even premieres in a lot of times. So just right. sometimes it's just outdated. Um, give me, yeah, the more the merrier. So I hope, I would love if each one was, like, hour plus, honestly. But, yeah, it would be interesting to see if they can keep it up. But so far, so good. Yeah. Um, Runtime. Yeah. 47 minutes. So yeah, this it's, that seems accurate then. So this next episode is the shortest one. Um, 
which, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, we're getting, I feel like we're getting right. spoiled in terms of content. Like we've had two episodes now that have been 90 minutes. Um, you know, I think was the second, one that long too? second one was like right under an hour, I think like 58 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, but I think 50 minutes to an hour is like a chunky, like great bit of episode. Yeah. And I mean, the second episode too, which was about an hour, like once they got through the museum, we still had 20 minutes of runtime and I already felt like I had experienced like a whole episode. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we'll see. I think I think that's what's going to be next. Be be nuts though. I'm just throwing it out. This there. next I just one. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be nuts because I just know what happens next um, from having played the game. So yeah, I wish I wish I knew. I, I don't want you to say it because I don't want to spoil it for keep, other people. Keep it, keep but, it fresh. Keep it yeah. fresh. You know. Yeah. Protect yourself. Curious that's why we though. don't watch the the previews. You know. That's right. That's so. right. All right. That's well, fair. anything anything else? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so we'll be watching uh, episode four on Sunday night. We'll do our reaction video that'll be out later that week. We'll talk about the episode later in the week. Separately, we'll have Legend of Vox Machina, uh, episode seven, eight, nine, reaction and thoughts. Uh, and then our latest Critical Role episode that just went up. Uh, it, just, it just aired last night. We'll watch that over the weekend too and get that up next week. So yeah, a lot of great content. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We'll catch you guys later. That's it. All right, y'all. Have a good one. See ya.